0: Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to the Tuesday, September 21st edition of the MMA OB daily podcast. I'm your host as always, Adam Martin. I'm joined by my co-host here on Monday and Tuesdays at MMAoddsbreaker.com. Mr. Big Marcel, what's up, man?
1: Hi, what's up, man? I'm uh, pretty happy. I don't know why, but, uh, looking forward to break this car down with you. So, uh,
0: so right Yeah, it's a good car. we got 14 fights to talk about. One of the fights is kind of an area right now. I'll just mention off the top. Hack Press. Mm-hmm. You know, you thought Dan Hooker was the guy who couldn't get the visa. Now Nazareth's having the same issue as his opponent. Um, he was in L.A. He went home to Germany, where his mother just passed away last week for the funeral. And now he's having an issue getting back to uh, North America. So I'm crossing my fingers. This fight still happens, Marcel. But there is a chance this fight might get scrapped. I really hope it doesn't get scrapped. That would be yeah. so bad for both guys. I mean,
1: I hear people say maybe you can reschedule it. The thing is but with Hooker, yeah. he's from New Zealand. It's yeah. horrible. Uh, Nazareth is actually from Germany so it's horrible you know yeah. this, this fight has to take place it's the better better for both of these those two guys to to fight on
0: saturday you know yeah. so let it please happen let's just all cross our fingers and i hope this fight takes place yeah alex is here hey alex what's up man just checking in what's up alex glad to see you Alex. i just want to give my mom a shout out it's her birthday today happy birthday mom so i want to give her a shout out here too marcel um happy birthday. Got, yeah thanks man um we got 14 fights talked about today marcel so a pretty you know big um you know, card to talk about. And then we're also going to talk about Dana White's contender series at the end. We'll just touch yeah. on that briefly, but obviously the bulk of today will be focused on UFC. And we'll just get right into it, Marcel. Let's start with the first fight, move our way down. I'm going to use again, guys, UFC stats. Um That is the about order we'll be using for this card. In case you're wondering what the order I'm using is, that's what I'm using. First fight of the night, according to UFC stats, Jonathan Pierce taking on Omar Morales in the UFC featherweight division. Right now we have Omar Morales is the slight favorite, minus one hundred and fifty. Jonathan Pierce plus one hundred and thirty. What do you think? Yeah, this is actually a fun fight in my opinion because it, it's it's like
1: I seem very decide. People are very decisive on this fight, and I'm actually not. Man, I think it's a pretty close fight. Mm-hmm. If you look at Omar Morales, man, he's training at Sanford, I think, right? And that's uh, that's your favorite gym. We got it, We got to mention it. It's
0: that in your... American Talk Team, are like one A, one B, and they're all they're both in Florida. But those gyms, are yeah, really-
1: those are really great. <laughs> I agree um if you look last time he beat shane young shane young super tough guy we all know that from new zealand with the with the with the stand on the ha. he always does (laughs) um morales has looked good so far in the ufc man this this despite his fight against giga chikatsu where i got knocked down a few times but he he lost a unanimous decision and we saw giga how good he has become man so it's not even a bad loss to have on your record right now you know um, I remember he came into the Contender Series. He fought Harvey Park. He was a he was a pretty pretty uh, underdog in that fight. Harvey Park was LFA champion, and uh, he he knocked him out the second round. Has um, been looked pretty decent in the UFC. If you look at Jonathan Mart- uh, Jonathan Pierce, uh, he came also from the Contender Series where he defeated Jacob Rosales. Was actually fighting tonight for a contract in the in the the contender series. Um, Then he lost to Joe Joe Lozon, which was that was kind of alarming to me. It was like Joe Lozon two thousand nineteen. I mean, but yeah, he won against Kai Kamaka last time, and Kai Kamaka is a guy I'm pretty high on. Although he went one and three, I think one and three in UFC, right? Or was it? No, it was one, two, and one. I think that that was with it, and yeah, it shouldn't have been cut in my opinion. But hey. It happens, you know, because the UFC sucks sometimes. and uh, But it, it was a good fight for Pierce. And the thing is here, I've, I think it would be a really close fight. I slightly, slightly favor Morales in this fight, but it's only slightly. I think Pierce can win this fight as well. It's not as clear cut as everybody has it. I think like I saw online, like 80% had Morales winning 20% at Pierce. So I was kind of shocked with that. I think it's pretty close. Uh, I'm going with Omar Morales I'm taking him via decision,
0: but, uh, I, I wouldn't bet my money on it. You know what? I actually feel pretty similar to you about this fight, Marcel. My lean would be towards Morales. Obviously he's, he's looked good in the UFC. I mean, he has a good striker pretty good takedown defense as we've seen as well. So he should be able to keep this fight standing. And I do think he's the better uh, striker than Jonathan Pierce. Uh, but Jonathan Pierce is probably the better grappler. So if he gets this fight to the ground, he can make it interesting. Um, I'm just kind of banking on Omar's takedown defense to be good enough to keep it standing for the pick here. Uh, but the thing about Omar is he's, he's almost 36, Marcel. He's not young. You know what I mean? That, that's mm-hmm. the worry I have with this guy. So it's like, I think he's looked good, but I think he's got to make a run now for the top 15 if he wants to do it. And I don't think fighting guy Jonathan Pierce is going to get him there. So, you know, it's, he has to win this fight, obviously, to, to even get a ranked opponent. But I, I, if you're age 35, to maybe 36, he's going to have to start making a run now. I think he probably wins this fight by decision. But again, you know, Pierce has a good ground game, guys, very, very good. So he gets his fight to the oh, ground, sure. he can control it, he could win. But again, Marcel, I just look at the fight Joe Lowe's on and I wonder about this Yeah. Guys. Same. yeah. And I, I just can't. Exactly the I can't believe he lost that fight. I, that was one of mm-hmm. the bigger surprises to me in the last couple of years. I just like the corpse of Joe Lozon locks this guy out. So how can you pick this guy really when he gets KO'd by Lozon? At the same time, though, it is a different matchup, a different fight. We'll see. But I think Morales' takedown defense will be good enough to keep it standing and outstrike this guy and win decision. That's what I'm thinking. When we get these guys. Oh, go ahead. Minute, Morales. So. Morales. This really has probably no disrespect, but kind of the worst nickname in MMA, man. Venezuela's fight. Yeah, I thought it's not yeah, the greatest. Quite frankly, I I don't think he's the most exciting guy either. Like, I don't hate watching him fight. He's a striker, but he's he's a very like low-paced striker. Though he's not really a high high high-action guy. So, you know, he's a decent fighter. I think he wins, but I'm just saying, I don't think he's the most exciting guy. I I mean, Uh, yeah,
1: I mean, I I guess also his ground game. I
0: mean, he trains at San Forte. He has great. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, he should have a good enough wrestling game now Mm -hmm. that he can win this fight. But again, Pierce is a young guy. He's training a fight ready. I'm just saying, you gotta look at for both sides. You can't just look at one guy. You gotta look at both. and Pierce is decent. The only thing is, though, I think the UFC almost like punished him in a way for turning down that fight against Benitez, the short notice one. They're like, you're going to fight the guy who beat Benitez. You're going to fight Morales now, the even harder fight. So anyways, let me take these comments, guys. Born against his reschedule hooker um, to headline next week's entire series if necessary. That's hilarious. It'd be awesome. I don't know if they can do it, but <laughs> UFC should take arrows advice, make hooker versus knock cross uh, open weight. Should just be like a catch weight. I think. That's what he said. Catch weight. Yeah. Um, catch I don't weight have a problem dude, dude. with that 160. You know, one sixty five. That's that sounds fair. If they both if they both agree on it, why yeah, it? exactly? I think one sixty would be fine. Even if they just wanted to do it at one seventy, I don't think it'd matter. Um board again, you can't reschedule other Yeah, exactly. Toker's in a bad spot. He's gotta fight. The thing yeah. is, like, even if Nasra can't fight, I'm sure they can find someone in Vegas that can take this fight on short notice. I don't know if that I mean, person would make weight. I don't think they'd be a good opponent. They'd be someone who's probably a newcomer to the UFC. But I, I know I know McKinney said I want to fight. You know, uh, fight. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, he's at contender series tonight. I saw his tweet today. He's in Vegas right now. He wants that fight. That would be sick. That would be sick. And you know what? Terrence could win that fight. He's that good, I think. That, mm-hmm. that kid is very good. Um, but again, I'm just crossing my fingers that they do hack prostitutes. We'll talk about for that sure, for sure. Um, Forrest says last week, Sakai. He was talking about Sakai. He was saying that... Uh, he posted something. He's gonna come back. You heard about anything with that or no? I know. Also, Hansucker today
1: posted a, a fight contract signed. So, oh, good for
0: him! Uh, I'm um, glad he another fight because I remember he got knocked out by Ty in short notice, and mm-hmm. they took one of the the fan rankings the next day or something and assumed that he got cut. But I guess they gave him another shot, which I think he deserves it. It's not fair to bring a guy in for one fight on short notice and then don't bring him back. That's just not right. Like that's not fair. And I'm not saying UFC is about being fair. It's not. But why would <laughs> you really sign with them on short notice? If they're going to do that to you. All right, let's get to the next fight here. We got a uh, welterweight belt between Matthew Semmelsberger and UFC newcomer Martin Sano Jr. I got to be honest, guys, I, I didn't know a, a ton about uh, Martin Sano Jr. But, you know, uh, I did my research for him, for this fight, for this card. Also Cole interviewed him. So if you want to check out Cole's interview, then you get to learn a little bit more about the Nick Diaz team academy member. All right, let's talk about this fight, Marcel. Right now, um, Semmelsberger is one of the biggest favorites on the card. Is 485. Plus 385 for Martin Ceno Jr. got to be honest, man. I really like Semelsberger. You guys know I do. I just feel like this line seems a little high. Like, it's a little disrespectful towards Sino. And I get Snow hasn't fought in a while, and he's coming off a uh, three-fight uh, like uh, winless streak, a draw and two losses. That does seem a little high, though, considering Semmelsberger just lost his last fight. It's not like this guy's undefeated either. So give me your thoughts on this matchup, man. What do you think about the fight and the odds? I mean, by the way, this is another
1: missed opportunity for a great nickname, man. Martin N. Sano would be so great, you know? Just like Nathaniel, the prospect would, Nathaniel Morning would, would be so amazing, you know? That's what I would do if my name was Wood, but hey, who am I? Um, if you look at Matt Sable, Matthew uh, Yeah, sorry, I had to say it, you know, I'm crazy sometimes. Um, he did great against Carl Minus in his UFC de- debut, but we gotta be honest, Carlton Minus wasn't really UFC caliber fighter and no disrespect to Minus. After that, he knocked out Jason Witt, I think you called that, that he would knock him out in the, early in the fight. So uh, good props to you for that. The Chaos Williams fight, I think it was a competitive fight. I think Chaos won that fight clearly, but it was a competitive yeah. fight. Uh, if you look at Martin Sano, Let's be honest. He got signed because he's Nick, D- Nick Diaz's training partner. That's yes, why he got true. signed. Even told yeah. Cole
0: that. Cole talked about that in the in the uh, podcast last week.
1: Yeah, he he, he went three and zero and or four and zero in the beginning of his career. Uh, even have a win via submission over Jeff Neal, which is a big win. You know, now I know back in the day, 2013, both guys were really well known. It was also in the, in the regional uh, in the regional circuit. Dude hasn't won since 2014 and hasn't fought since 2017, man. Um, is he is he getting better in the gym? Did he train a lot? Uh, does he um does he train a lot with Nick, with Nate? Um uh does he sharpen his tools what he already had? You know, we have no idea, to be really honest, yep. you know. Yep. And Samuelsberger has been active as has been looking decent, you know. I think the chaos williams funds wasn't really that good, but those other two points were very, very good for him. So for me it's like I can't pick Sano here, you know what I mean? I don't know too much about him, how he fights right now. We have to see it on Saturday, how he fights. Maybe I'm completely off on this one. I'm taking Samuelsberger, and I honestly expect Samuelsberger to stop the fight as well. I,
0: I get Matthew Samuelsberger via fight TKO in the second round. I think uh, he, will, uh, he will win. Yeah, I wasn't too impressed with Sino. So there are a couple of fights you can watch from. They're on YouTube. Um, one of them, he drops this guy, and, and referee Kerry Hatley stopped it like as soon as the guy fell to the ground with a horrible stoppage. So he has a knockout win over this guy Billy Colon that he doesn't deserve. He does have a submission win over Jeff Neal, so that's that's good to know. I couldn't find that fight. If anyone found that fight, let me know. I'd like to watch it. I couldn't find it anywhere, but that is a good win. He does have a win in LFA, and then since then, got out wrestled by Dom Waters. That fight's on YouTube. You can watch it. The Don Muhammad fight Dalton got KO'd in a minute. I couldn't find it, but I did watch the Diego Herzog fight, majority decision. Boring fight. Um, I don't what to think about this guy. I mean, that, the question is he's been away for four years. So has he gotten better in this four years? That's the question, right? Um, has he been sharpening those tools? Has he been training hard? I'd like to think that he's gotten better. There's a reason why uh, Nick Diaz was telling the matchmaker to sign him. But until I see him do that, I, how can I pick him in a fight? Right? So I'm going to pick Sem- Semelsberger here, but I do think the odds are, are a little high. I mean, mine's 45 seems a little excessive for a guy coming off a loss in Semelisberger. And Semelsberger is a decent fighter. I've scouted him a lot now because um, of his the fight with weight and, and minus. So I, I've seen a lot of his fights. He's a decent fighter, but he's been finished before, guys. It's not like he hasn't been. So like I said, I'm going to go with Semelisberger, but I don't think that the odds are, are very good here, minus 45. That seems pretty high. Can, can I say one Born, more thing? Yeah, one side. Born against his top yeah. has okay grappling, but very athletic, terrible striking offense defense. I pretty much agree with that, too. Uh Decent grappler, obviously, and that's about it. What are you going to say? If some fighters watching that or promotions or whatever, make sure
1: you have a decent picture of yourself—a portrait picture, an action picture—you know—on the internet when you're starting, you know, because from some fighters, Martin Sayno, very hard to find a picture of him. Uh, Nick Maximov, same thing, hard to find a good picture of him, you know. Just go to their, their Instagrams; they have so Yeah, stuff. yeah, I do, I do, okay. but it's uh, still, it's still like this or, or this or this. You know what I mean? I want to, you know, you know my final announcement pictures. I want a clear picture. You know what I mean? So, and it all, o- it o- it only uh, ma- makes makes it a better thing. You know, if, if people see a good picture of you, you know what I, I mean. Agree. So, uh, it's it's just completely doesn't have anything to do with this here with the podcast. But I wanted to say uh, that because here's, I think here. It, it, it here's the nice.
0: picture you should use for Martin. Here's the picture. Okay, there. Sure. That's the one you're going to use for Martin's Martin know, gets signed by Dana White. That was at UFC <laughs> two sixty one. All right, All right, let's go to the next fight here. So we both picked a Berger, obviously. Let's go to the next fight here, yeah. guys. Next one. Nick Robertson. Or sorry, Nick Maximoff, excuse me. It's Carl Robertson. So this is the fight that uh Marcel just alluded to. Pick a mods, guys. Minus 110 each, very close fight, competitive fight. What are you thinking here, Marcel? Carl Robertson or UFC newcomer Nick Maximoff, teammate of Nick and Nate Diaz.
1: Yeah, Maximoff, another guy from uh from the Diaz camp. You know, uh Maximov is he's a... Pretty much he's a bjj guy, right? Uh he does a lot of uh, submission, uh submission underground. He's he's fighting there. Um he's he's still uh, he's still undefeated. Uh came from the contender service where I fought I think at heavyweight on short notice and he defeated Oscar Coda there. Um that there's also uh I, I did that he actually got signed of that fight. I think he didn't. He didn't right? get signed, he got like a,
0: a triode or something, or um yeah. mental deal, I think. And and you yeah, no actually no way deal. what it was they said he was going to go on tough that's what they said yeah exactly yeah, yeah. that was it he didn't money. go on tough
1: yeah, yeah. so um now he's fighting Carl Roberson. the thing with Carl Roberson is i think he's an okay fighter but when he gets better competition he he doesn't really show up in my opinion you know i i was still impressed with his win over kopilov because i think he was a pretty uh pretty big uh, i think he was an underdog there if i can remember i think kopilov was coming from russia he was a big deal um, undefeated guy, uh, Fighting as global champion, former, and defeated him, submission, third round. Um, before that, the tournament fight split decision, that was kind of a close fight. I mean, I think if the fight hits the ground, I think Robinson might be in trouble, man, against Maximov, you know, and I expect the fight to hit the ground either first or second round. And I guess Maximov can finish him, so I'm going with Nick Maximov here, uh, winning this fight.
0: i oh, yeah. you go. Submission second round. What kind of submission? You could pick it. What are you thinking? I'm going to just with a real naked choke. I think he takes his back. Yeah, let me let me get this. against his Remember Nate Osboy fighting the 202 prelims? That guy's name's Chris Avila. Chris he's actually fighting yeah. for um North Iowa fights, which is a regional promotion that I covered for Spectation Sports. He just fought in the card last month, the Zach Otto card he won. So he's up to eight and nine in his career. He's he's not 500 yet, but he's getting there. <laughs> Matt, what's up, man? Robertson's ground game a little rough. Max fought myself. Someone said that yesterday, so um. Yeah. So I did my own research on the fight. Um, no, I, so there is a, there's a website, uh, one of the, I can't remember his name, but the guy used to have a Twitter. He just got rid of it. his things like honky tonk or something on Twitter. You know, the guy, he posts all the videos yeah. and stuff. Humongous yeah. something. Hum- he has a yeah. website. You can watch Nick, Mac, Nick, Nick fights on his website. He has them. He has humongous. The, yes. That guy, but he's gone now on Twitter. His, his Twitter's no, gone. Are you kidding me? No, it is. I'm not joking. So he does have his website. It's called the combat, uh, Tribune or something. They have a lot of gifs and stuff. i recommend that website guys. Cause if you're doing deep research, like I do, you want to see like everything you can. So Nick Maximoff, a lot of his early fights are on there. So I watched all his finishes anyways, and I will say about this guy, he has a phenomenal ground game and the thing about him is he has the wrestling too, to get it there. He's a he's a bulldog, Marcel. He's like a he's a pressure based fighter. He'll go forward and get you to the ground. And every single fight he's been in, he's got his opponent to the ground. So here's the thing: he's making his debut in the UFC um, against the guy on Robertson has eight fights, I believe, in the UFC. That's a, that's a lot of experience in the UFC. But Robertson has no submission defense at all. Marcel four submission losses in his career. Now I do know that Carl's training at Glory right now with James Krause, and he says mm-hmm. he's really working hard on his takedown defense and everything. But I don't think it'll be good enough yet, man. I think, you know, the, the ground game's just not there. And, and Nick Maximov is not a guy that's going to gas out. He's a guy that's going to have 15 minutes of cardio and he's going to keep pushing that pace. And we saw against uh Kota, he was able to hold a bigger man to the ground. Saw a heavyweight that fight was a heavyweight yeah. for oh, 15 no. minutes. I, I'm convinced he can get Carl Robertson down. I like him in this fight. I do like Nick Maximov in this fight. Robertson a decent fighter overall. I mean, he's obviously a glory kickboxing guy. He comes in from with a striking background, but I don't think his ground game's caught up to his striking. I really don't. And I think that Maximov by sub is, is definitely a look, worth a look here. I don't know if there's odds for that yet. Maximov, but inside a distance, just look at I'd rather just take him straight. Cause you never know if, um, you know, he just wins a decision, yeah. but I like, You're, I like Maximov. I'm with you on this one, Marcel. You really make me sad, man. I see the Tonky Tonk man has gone now. I know, what, I know. Bornigan's asking what happened. Did he speak wrong? Wrong think that's funny. I'm not sure not sure man but the guy had a good uh twitter um yeah. the only thing i can think is maybe he has another account now and he's another guy because there's a lot of people that post the gifs they're like and they'll get rid of their account like a, after a year and they get a new one you know mean, marcel like i'm not sure but anyways that guy's a good website that's worth checking out if you want to watch like a lot of guys that are in the ufc um that you can't find their fights he has a lot of like archival fights and stuff so it's cool anyways um, uh, com- or it got flagged for for posting stuff that's the thing could uh, have posted like like, copyrighted but I
1: really hate that man I always like when when actually for the regional uh, I saw that with regional promotions as well yeah you can you can also be happy that people are talking about your promotion and give it more attention you know and if you don't like it DM the person that's like please don't do this anymore but you're immediately going to try to ban them just sucks, man. That's why I almost never post yeah, like here's, uh, UFC videos or whatever.
0: Here's the website, by the way, if you guys want. This is a website used for gifs and stuff. So it's it, Combat Sports Tribune. Again, the guy doesn't. He got rid of his Twitter, but first, if you type in Maximov, like I did, all his all his finishes are here from all his fights. And again, Absolutely. all these fights, he gets his opponent to the ground in literally. So I think he can do it in this fight. I'm just giving you guys some, you know, I'm sure you guys, some of you guys have seen that, anyways. So the next fight here, Marcel? Manon Furo against Myra Bueno Silva women's flyweight fight, and Furo is a pretty big favorite, minus two forty-five, plus 205 for Silva, what do you think is going to happen in this one? This
1: is actually a super tricky fight, man, because we get Manon Furo, who is very good in the striking, but Myra Bueno Silva has a very good ground, has a very good ground game, in my opinion. You know. Um, she can test furo on the ground you know and i don't know how good furo is really on the ground against a girl who is uh, pretty decent i'm pretty good on the ground stand up furo won't have any trouble with the with the bueno silva i think uh, i really like furo in my opinion you know i've been a friend of Furo even before she was in the ufc um i, I followed her for a long time since i i saw her first fight in cage warriors where she lost a split decision against Leah McCord. A fight she won in my opinion she didn't lose that fight but hey man whatever you know um she looked good and both are ufc fights both got uh, finishes in the second round against victoria leonardo and tabata Ricci. Ricci obviously uh fighting in a higher rate class than she normally does um if you look at mara bueno silva as looked decent in the ufc so far one loss against marina ross that i actually didn't expect montana de la rosa and majority Dora. um she won the fights. I expected her to win against Borella. The Robertson fight, she actually was losing until she got an armbar late in the in round one. So she didn't look decent at all in that fight either. But she got the win. Um, yeah, I, I, if Euro can keep it standing, she can keep her distance and doesn't get to take it to the ground. She she will have a ray with Myra Bueno Silva, I think. If that doesn't happen, bad Bueno Silva can take her down on several occasions. She can win a decision. So I'm going with Firo. I'm going with a finish in the in the third round this time via TKO. Um, if she doesn't get the TKO, and if she gets the difficulties with getting her, if Bueno Silva gets her to the ground, she'll have a very difficult time. I think. So I'm not. Re- I think the odds are a little bit too, too too. Uh, how do you say that? Loaded, uh, maybe just too high too high yeah in my yeah. opinion I understand why the odds are too high because Furo has a lot of hype and I think the hype is 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 okay you know but you gotta w- also watch which kind of opponent you fight next and yep. Wayne of Silva can be a very tough opponent for her in my opinion so yep. still going with Furo, but I'm not sure man it, it, it you can pretty much see after
0: three minutes how this fight is going to go in my opinion so yeah that's fair by the way, I forgot to say, Jose said that Maximov is the best prospect, in his opinion, from Diaz camp. I kind of agree with that, too. From what I've seen, he's better than Sano. He's better than Chris and I don't know who else they have there, but he's better than those guys. So I'd say he's very good. What Silva I saw, plus 900, I just checked. Furo, high traded no breaks. Furo for the win. I like Furo in this fight, too. You know, I like Silva, man, and I bet on her against De La rosa and she was winning that fight, got caught for a cage grab, and had the point deducted, which always hurts. Just like that guy uh highly Alatang last week same thing i bet on this guy he was winning and grabbed the cage got a point taken but you can't grab the fence so it ha- happens but here's the thing so silva it, it is a striker grappler fight in my opinion i'm with you because yeah. first her, her grappling is nasty i mean she has good submission skills we saw it in a container series with the ninja choke we saw it against robertson uh jillian robertson we've seen it a few other times good grappling but again it gets taken down a lot and you know what Furo. one of the things i was watching for it was her offensive wrestling it's not bad like she does actually have some wrestling herself defensively Against Leia McCourt, she was taken down in that fight. In her first fight, she was, but she also did a lot of work in that fight, too. So she's constantly working. Even if you got her to the ground, she was constantly working. That was her first fight. She's yeah. a little bit into her career now, right? She's looked phenomenal in the UFC. I, I can't pay against Manon Furo. I, I can't do it, Marcel. I think she she's called the beast for a reason. I think she is a beast. Um, her striking is phenomenal. I think she gets the job done here. So it was tough, though. So I don't know if she'll finish her or not, but I I expect her to win either way, either decision or maybe a knockout. But Fury looked amazing lately, and I'm not getting off the hype train right now either. Tristan, I agree with you. I thought I thought she did win. Um, what was it three rounds? I think, uh, and then minus the point deduction, she should have won 29-27. But 28-28 doesn't really matter. It was it was it was a close fight. You know, you got you can't grab the fence. You know, you get a point taken away, just like Alatang last week. All right, go to the next fight here. This one's a fun one my boy alzulino at bj pen broke this one marcel euros medic yeah. against Jalen turner great fight here and close odds minus 120 for euros medic plus 100 for Jalen turner what do you think
1: alzulino is that the guy that loves uh, pineapple on pizza right that's the guy the weirdo <laughs> <laughs> just kidding i, I gotta what i gotta let him watch this he'll, he'll love this um yeah i mean Euros medic dude this is a guy from alaska see which I'm pretty high on, man, actually. This guy is not nasty, but he's nasty. You know what I mean? He's re- he has really nasty striking, in my opinion. Um, he, he defeated Elon Cruz in his UFC debut, but before that, in the contender series, he looked very good against Mikey Gonzalez as well. Yeah. Um, He's fighting Jalen turner we all know Jalen turner didn't look very well in the contender series uh, against max mustaki uh but uh max got a broken foot fight got stopped didn't got signed then got signed on short notice fought Vicente luke did well in the first two minutes but then got stopped um after that looked pretty decent man but against gotta be honest against mediocre competition he looked he looked decent you know and uh same goes actually for manage but manage in my opinion has uh i'm more impressed by him you know i think uh, he's nasty with his punches with his kicks with his just his combos at all he's very nasty and i think jalen turner uh is a good fighter but i don't see him i don't see him uh, winning against manage to be really honest i also think manage can win this can uh can beat him by stoppage here man i've never been so many I'm almost always safe with decisions, but I'm going another
0: finish here, man. I think Matt is again. I think it via uh, TKO in the third round. Yeah, I don't think you're really going uh, too crazy there by saying it's going to finish this fight. I think there is too. I am actually Matt's asking if you're drinking clear Canadian. I am. So they just basically brought these back out apparently like recently, or and I uh, got some. My sister bought them for my birthday, so I, this is my second case now. I'm going through them. They're delicious. Um. Tristan says both these guys are massive lately. They sure are Jalen's six, three and manages six, one. I think he used to be a welterweight manage fight ends and KO. I think so. I think someone's get, gets knocked out in this fight. They're both strikers. They both like to stand and bang. Both guys are very dangerous on the feet. Uh, I'm high on both guys. Honestly, Marcel, I think they're both really good fighters. Uh, I'm, I'm huge on Medich. I love this kid. He's phenomenal. Um, the only good fighters ever come out of the last FC, I would say, but seriously, he's been phenomenal. He looked amazing on contender series last year. I bet on him against Elon Cruz. Did not disappoint me. That, By the way, that was a super late stoppage in that fight. That was like 40 yeah. punches too late. Super late. Um, but the guy's been amazing. He's been incredible Marcel. It's just that really hasn't fought good competition, right? So it's hard to like know how good he really is. But I think he's good. he's trained at Kings MMA. He's trained with Cordero. I think that's a good gym. Having said that, Turner does have more experience in UFC. Five and two now. Um, and striking wise, he is fucking dangerous as hell on the feet, guys. Like he's super dangerous, a lot of knockdown power, um, but I got some issues with Turner. Number one, I don't think his chin is that good. We saw against Luque, got absolutely destroyed. And I understand Luque does that to a lot of people, but it was not just Luque, unfortunately. He's been knocked out like three or four times in his career, guys, uh, before he was in the UFC. So he's a young guy. He's been knocked out a lot. I don't like that. Also, the wrestling defensively is not very good. We saw against Matt frevelo got taken down. In this particular matchup, I don't think Manage will shoot for takedowns, but it is something to keep in mind going forward if he fights a wrestler. I think it's a close fight. I think the odds are actually really fair here. I think that Medich should be a slight favorite, but only slight. So I'm leaning towards Medich, Marcel, but I will say that, man, Turner's dangerous, guys, and he's got these nasty kicks from uh, range. He has a six-inch reach advantage. So as big as Medich is, Turner's big too. Elon Cruz was big as well and had a bad chin, and that's what I think is happening here too with Turner. Big guy, talented, bad chin. So I think Medich will put him up. But again, Medich, there are some question marks, Marcel with the cardio and a bunch of other stuff. And Kevin says, can yours are of Alaska. see you're hundred percent right. Kevin, and Marcel, you're wrong. But Canier hasn't fought there in like eight years. You say he's the only guy from Alaska. That's good. Right? Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. I actually, still good I, too. I actually meant the
1: only recent more signing from mm-hmm. Alaska, which is good, but you're, you're completely correct. I miss,
0: I miss spoke how I said it. So yeah. All right. Let's go to the next one. What, what, what flavor are you drinking? This is a cherry flavor. It's not bad. I like the I like the blackberry flavor better. I got two okay. cases. Like they're just. They used to have these when I was a kid, I just recently realized that they brought them back, and yeah, mm-hmm. got them for my birthday, so I'm happy. <laughs> uh, yes. Let's go to this fight. Roxanne Montefiore vs. Tyla Santos, uh, the women's flyweight division, and the odds for this one, Santos is a big favorite here, minus 380, plus 315 for Roxanne Monteferri. Um, I want to hear your thoughts on this fight, Marcel, then I'll give my thoughts. Go ahead.
1: Yeah, man, Roxanne Montefiore has to find another prospect, upcoming fighter, you know, and... Uh, she has done well against those, you know. You, she, did, she did well against Antonina Shashenko. She did well against Macy Barber, and there's Andrea Lee tw- twice, actually. And this time, uh, the challenger isn't undefeated. Let me let me put it that way. Uh, she lost one fight in the UFC. Um, I keep saying this every time we talk about Tyler Santos. That wasn't Tyler, but it was her twin sister that night against Mara B- Romero Barra, because that was a clear unanimous decision for Mara. I think. And I was really like, wow, man, this is actually... She didn't look good in that. Then she completely took over against Molly McCann, and she looked amazing against Jill roberts Robertson, in my opinion. So, and now fighting Mother Fairy. Um, Listen, man, Mother ferry is always tough, always dangerous. Uh, she's she's pretty decent. Uh, it's outstanding, not that great, but their ground game is good. You know what I mean? And, um, but got to be honest here, man. I, I don't see... Listen, if Tyler Santos shows up, the Tyler Santos of the first, last two fights, she will beat Motherferry If the Tyler Santos that fought against Mauro Romero Borella showed up, Roxanne Motherferry likely wins the fight. But I guess Tyler Santos is going to show up in this one. There's a big chance for her as well to uh, get into the top ten um, or in the top eight, actually, I think even. Um, I'm taking Tyler Santos here, man. Will she defeat or will she finish Roxanne Motherferry it's very possible, man. Uh, maybe a TKO second round or a decision. Either that's, either a TKO late in the fight, second round, third round, or a decision. Um,
0: but definitely on um, Tyler Santos in this one, man. So, okay. So, Tala Santos is someone I bet on her last couple of fights. I made some money on her, including the Molly McCain fight, which Tristan says people are reeling from that loss. I liked her in that fight. I liked her against Robertson, too. Now, I assumed I was going to like her in this fight. I assumed that. <sighs> but I... The more I thought about it, the more I'm watching their fights again, you're going to think I'm fucking crazy here, Marcel. I think Roxanne can win this fight and I'm going to explain why I think she can win because this, the world, the ground is her world. The ground game is Mm -hmm. Roxanne's world. And she's proven time and time again that you cannot count her as an underdog. And I have counted her out every, I'm literally looking at her record now. She's had 10 fights in the UFC, Marcel. I picked against her every single time. So the four lots the four wins that she had, I lost on those fights, and she was a big underdog in all those all those fights. Huge underdog. She's always counted out. I always count her out. I actually think she should win this fight because it's going to take place probably on the ground, where Roxanne is dangerous. She's on on the ground. She's very dangerous. Um, I know Santos is a lot younger. You guys know I always pick the younger fighter and everything. But again, you got to look at the odds too. And in this case, Roxanne's plus three fifteen. That seems really really high to me santo's open at minus 225 so she's ballooned up to almost mi- minus 400 now basically double what she opened at it's just a lot of disrespect towards roxanne i get it again every time she's fight she's an underdog but again marcel you look at uh barbara she won as an underdog chachenko andrea lee twice uh barb honchak as well and what's the other fight i think that's it in the ufc so like four times in the ufc she's won as an underdog she's been an underdog. i think every single fight of her career basically in the ufc <laughs> It's crazy. Also, no, no, also, no, outside, also no. outside of the UFC, and, and outside the UFC, like I, I've never really respected her game. I'm just being honest. Like I've always, I guess, probably underrated her a little bit. I just think she's not that great. I think she can be beaten, but she does have very good grappling, and, and in a grappling based fight, I think I have to take a shot in plus three hundred. I, I think I have to, Marcel. It's not like Santos is this amazing killer on the feet. You know, I think she's okay on the feet. I don't think she's amazing. And the other thing is, and Glenn brought this up, and I going to mention it too. If you look at her record, and I'm not saying that trends are always the most important thing, especially in MMA, but in other sports, when people are breaking down and handicapping sports, they look at trends. And if you look at the trend here, she's alternated wins and losses uh, since 2017 for like the last 10 fights. Due for a win here. It's like, it's like uh, Random Marcos. True. <laughs> yeah, well just a random marcus did
1: as well, but she doesn't know anymore. So that's yeah, I know, I
0: know. So, so listen, obviously this could be the end of the that little streak, and I, I wouldn't be completely shocked because she did lose her last fight, but again, you know, this is a girl's jean Andrea Lee, like she last year, it wasn't even that long ago, really. She's super it. tough, man. She's yeah. super
1: tough, and then nobody can take that away from her. And I don't think uh, the thing is her striking looks so weird sometimes that people are thrown off with how she fights you know but she's very good on the ground we all know that yeah it's not i'm not convinced in my pick with santos here at all man i think if she gets to fight to the ground she has an advantage there man but the thing is santos is so strong and all yeah I, i you know that that's why i i favor santos a little bit more because i think she's very strong as well so but it's, it's not like, it's not a disrespect to Roxanne. And actually it's crazy. The four fights she won, I picked against her as well. I think many people did. But it's actually, it's I don't see it as disrespecting. It's just
0: like breaking it down and seeing what you think is going to happen, you yeah, know. and fair. It's
1: no disrespect, you know.
0: Let me get these comments here from you guys. Uh, Matt says, wish Roxy get a few Legends fights called in career. Don't see it happening here. Fair enough. No, not really many people do. Glen likes Roxanne by decision. He's was stuck altering wins and loss for four years. They combined 13, 14 decisions, UFC, 14 UFC fights. I think it probably goes to the decision too. I think that's fair. Odds are too two web but Santos is the beast. Roxanne's a great her back. She's a top control specialist. I agree with you born again, again, I'm. I, is this coming for someone who's been on Santos for the last two fights, but I got her at such better odds. I'm not, I'm not getting her at minus 400. I'm just getting her at, she was, uh, plus 170 against Santos against McCann which was amazing. And then against uh, her last fight against Robertson, I think she was slightly fair, but it wasn't much. That's the thing you guys, like you got to look at that too. You know, I'm not saying you guys aren't, but against Robertson, she was minus 120, So the odds were competitive, but now all of a sudden she's my 400. So I just think the, the, the value's gone in my opinion. Maybe I'll regret picking Roxanne, but I, I'm going to take a shot in her in this fight. This is the first time I picked her in the UFC, which is insane because she's won a bunch of fights now, but uh, yeah, we'll see what happens to ourselves. Now let's get to the next fight here. I think we broke this down before. Shamil Abdurhimov. Yeah, for sure. Dawkins. I want to say we broke it down before. Uh says said it's his favorite heavyweight. He's great. So we'll talk about this fight. Chris Dawkis is the favorite here over uh, Shamil Abdurhimov. Chris Dawkis, minus 210. Shamil plus 175. What do you think, Marcel?
1: Chris Dawkis, by the way, looks like a G with a beard now, man. It looks good on him, man. Uh, beard squad, you know? Uh, <laughs> Chris Dawkins has looked good in the UFC so far. I remember when he got signed, I was like against Parker Porter. I don't know, you know, it was like, uh, I kind of, felt, listen, man, I know this was bad, but I kind of felt like kind of a low tire, heavyweight fight there, you know, and he knocked he's, he knocked him out first round. Looked very good. Then the Rodrigo Nascimento fight is where he opened my eyes. You know, I was like, wow, he he, he stopped Rodrigo Nascimento within a minute. And it was pretty high on Zeke Omeya. So I, I was kind of surprised with that. Then he stopped Ole Nick in the first round do this legit you know he's a very good fighter now fighting shamil abdurakimov they finally found him somewhere um he, shamil hasn't fought since 2019 he lost to blades you know for that a pretty decent streak with winning wins over tibura orlowski and sherman and the derek lewis fight he lost in the fourth round he was winning until derek finally got him to got him uh, to, uh mounted him or mounted him or got in his guard and landed down some punches and uh, he got stopped. He was he won the first three rounds against Derek Lewis in that main event. Mm-hmm. So Abdurakhimov not a bad fighter at all, but dude is already 40 now, you know, and uh, Chris Dawkins is uh, 31. Nine years age difference. I think that's pretty huge in this fight. Uh, Shamil also not very active. Like I said, 2019 last fight. Dawkins is pretty active in the UFC. Look good. I have no doubt in my mind that I'm going with Dawkins in this one. I think Dawkins finished him as well. First or second round to KO
0: yeah. I mean, I, we, we, I think we broke it down before, but I like liked audience. Yeah. Um, you know, the guy is, he's a beast, I think, and he's a lot younger, right? That's the thing here. He's so much younger, um, eight years younger. So that's a big, that's a big deal. Marcel, in my opinion, Shamil is not bad. I just think that, you know, he doesn't fight enough. That's the thing. Like he hasn't fought in two years now. He's 40. Um, the guy's mm-hmm. definitely a good wrestler though. He, he's definitely a very good wrestler. He does have power. I wouldn't completely count Shamil out of this fight though, Marcel, because it is a heavyweight fight. And Dawkins sure. has been knocked out before guys. It's not like he hasn't been, he has, but he has looked much improved lately. Obviously he looked amazing in the UFC. I, I find it hard not to pick him here. I'm going to again, though. It's a heavyweight fight and we know Marcel there's more he- variants in heavyweight. We know that he also has a good ground game as well. You know? So <laughs> yeah, no, he's, I think he's a black belt on the ground. Yeah. Say. Yeah. Jose says about all the heavy prospects. Dawkins took me by surprise the most, I, I think. Honestly, Porter's probably taking me more by surprise. You want to call him a prospect just because I thought he stunk, but he's really good. Uh, I think I knew the doctors was pretty good. So I'll should be minus 150 ish, in my opinion. Yeah, I kind of agree with that. That's fair. Um, John says, Hey, John, what's up? He says Canelo and Plant just got physical at the presser. Interesting. And that card is on the that the Canelo uh, Caleb Plant fight, same night as UFC 268. I don't know why they do that. I don't know why they would want to do that to the fans. But I remember the last time they were in New York, I want to say they waited till Canelo, like, they waited for, was it Nate Diaz and Masvidal? Remember they had yeah. to wait for that fight to finish before Canelo could walk. He was so pissed yeah. off? <laughs> They're going to do the same thing again. They're going to make him wait for uh, Colby and Usman. <laughs> I don't know. Um, anyways, let's go to the next fight here. Nazar Hakparas and Dan Hooker. So this one, obviously, like, you, we, got, like we know it off the top, guys. This one's kind of in the air right now, but we're going to assume it's going on. Hopefully it does. Uh, right now, we have Dan Hooker, minus 145, plus 125 for Nazar Hakparas. So close odds, Marcel. What do you think, man? Yeah, man, let's talk with Nasrullah Tagperos. Man, I, I
1: still remind remind when he got signed with the USC, he was uh, he was eight and one, and uh, journalists European journalists were complaining about him getting signed because he almost, only fought cans and uh, stacked up wins in the regional scene. I remember that, and I was like why you know do I eat the guy or something you know you can be uh non-biased you know but it's kind of, it what's kind of weird to me you know yeah and uh then he fought against martin health i honestly think that was a very close fight man he lost unanimous decision but it was a very close fight then he went to the three-fight win streak and uh, got a lot of hype with him lost to drew dober then and then got two wins behind each other against alexander munoz and uh, rafa garcia <sighs> now nice fighting, Dan hooker huge opportunity i think you know dan hooker coming off that fight against michael chandler where he got knocked out in the first round for that had a great uh, scrap with dustin poirier He won that he lost that fight unanimous decision the father fight a split decision i still kind of think he lost that fight but it was a 50 50 one so i'm not oh, going go yeah, no to yeah. i'm not going to complain too much about that one you know thing is man uh the easiest Uh, thing to do is to say we're going with Dan Hooker here, but I think Nasrud Hakparaz has the the potential to win this fight, man. I know many people are very high on Dan Hooker. I always said, and people hate me always for it, Dan Hooker is really a good fighter, you know, but out of somewhere like three or four years, two two or three years ago, when Dan Hooker uh, got uh, champions as, as teammates with Volkanovski, with Adesanya, he changed as well, man first he was kind of a really nice guy fighting hard uh, this and that and now he's getting mouthy as well yeah. but it doesn't suit him in my opinion because he's not uh he doesn't have the quality as adesanya volkanovsky has in my opinion he is tough i give him that he's a good fighter he's top 10 don't seem really a top five to be really honest that's what hakparas he's still on the rise in my opinion he can win this fight does it come a little bit too early for him i don't know man i'm really torn on this fight um I honestly think Nasrat can win this fight, man. It would be a kind of, a, uh, how do you say that? A kind of a, a, a bold pick here. Yeah. An upset, yeah. But I'm going to do it, you know. I think Nasrat can win this fight. Um, I'm taking Nasrat for
0: a decision, man.
1: I think he can uh, he can win against Hooker.
0: Yeah, this is a great fight. I love this fight. And Dan also interviewed, uh, Cole interviewed Dan, I should say, and Dan was saying how, like, there was no fight until he made the fight. He was harassing Sean Shelby, saying, I want to fight in this card. Give me a fight. And then Nazareth finally um, stepped up and he was the guy on Twitter that said, Hey, I'll fight you, Dan. Cause no one, for some reason, I don't know what happened with Armin, but Armin didn't fight him. I don't know why that fight didn't happen. It doesn't make sense to me. Some, something happened there. I would have rather seen that fight. Having said that, Same. I think, I think this is a good fight too. And I gotta be honest, Marcel, um, it might surprise you, but I'm actually kind of agreed with you on this one. I'm going to go with hack for too. Um, there's a few reasons I'm going with Nazareth now. First off, I love Dan Hooker. I have a lot of respect for this guy, I bet on him a lot during his career. He's made me good money as an underdog a lot. Um, but I do think he is, you know, he's, I don't want to say he's on decline cause he just lost to Chandler and Poirier. So it's not fair to call him on decline, but he's taking a lot of damage. That is fair to say. He's taking a fucking lot of damage in his fights. I just think the damage adds up. And I saw, I think we saw that against Chandler one punch knocked him out. The fight with Poirier was an absolute. Fucking war is an amazing, amazing fight. One of the best fights of last year. Super close. He almost won that fight. He almost beat Dustin Poirier. When you think about it, it's pretty nuts, right? Because now Poirier is by far a number one guy. But a year, a year in MMA, a year in a fighter's life is actually quite a long time. And I think that he took a lot of damage in that fight. And against Chandler, you got KO'd again, Marcel. I don't know. I'm just I'm worried about his chin a little bit. I'm not saying Hack Process is like insane knockout specialist, but He does have a lot of knockdowns in the UFC. I think almost all of his fights, he has a knockdown in his wins. The loss to Dober obviously got knocked down as well. But even against Held, he knocked him down in the loss there. The guy, he has a lot of power in his hands, Um, good pace on the feet. He's the younger guy. He's a southpaw. I'm going with Hackbrass too, Marcel. I think he can go in decision. Um, it's a super close fight and, and I'm leaning towards the underdog a little bit slight just because of the pace basically on the feet. And I think he's a little better defensively. You look at Dan, Dan absorbs almost five strikes a, a minute. Um, only three for Nazarite, that, that is a big difference. Let me get these. It's actually, fun.
1: it's actually fun. I was completely sure that we are completely different on this. Unless one. Well, I'll tell you
0: right now, Cole messaged me and he thought it was crazy, but I mean, listen, Hooker's good. He's taller. He's got nasty limbs. Like he can knock you with your knee, with his knees, his elbows, everything. But again, hack for us, I think is pretty solid. Now I want to get some comments here. Kevin said, how do you factor Nazareth's mom to your picks? I think it's such a hard thing to handicap. I really don't know how to handicap it. Um, She didn't die just today. She died last week, I believe. So he's had a little bit of time to kind of think about it. Because I remember when Jake Shields fought Ellenberger. He, his his dad died, I think the day before he fought. And he got brutal. Yeah, and he shouldn't have fought that fight, I don't think. You know, I think there's a difference. You got to look at it. So I could be wrong. I mean, maybe it's going to completely screw this this guy's head up. I don't know. But I feel like, if anything, it's going to motivate him more. That's what I think. Mm-hmm. Or again, a good comment Dan's always more because he's fought better strikers. That's true. But he also gets hit so much, man. Again, like, yeah, you're right. He hasn't fought really good strikers just gets hit a lot in his fights. Just, it just worries me. That's all. I'm just, again, I'm, I'm I gotta look for small details. And, and one of the things I noticed is just this prosperity to stand there and get hit. Now he could get there. He could get hit and then knock out hack Still, that's very possible or submit him Even like someone else said hooker by submission, very possible. Cause hooker does have good submissions. I, I would say he's the better ground game. Um, what's going to see here? Oh, uh, born again says Hooker did not his coaches with him for the Chandler fighting and and that's true. Worried for Hooker with the jet lag, dehydration. Hack paras has traveled too. Yeah, for sure. I mean, three inches Tristan is. It's it's a decent advantage for sure on the feet. It's just that I think Hack paras is a little bit better of a boxer, quite frankly. And I think that his pace is higher. So it's even really- though Dan is the more Dan has more tools, he's got the knees and the kicks and everything. I just think Hack presss hands are faster. He's more fluid with the punches. I don't know. What do you think,
1: Marcel? Yeah, but the background also is really taking – you have to take many things in consideration, man, coming into this fight, man. Both guys have their struggles outside the cage right now, mm-hmm. you know, and – that's a that's a huge story, man, behind this fight as well. You know, so yeah, it's a very interesting fight. It's yeah, yeah, it's I think it's a very hard pick here to who, who's gonna win. I I know that the the consensus pick probably will be Hooker. You know, Hooker is ranked. Hooker fought the better guys and this and that. And I agree with that. You know, but I have a feeling that Hakuras can pull it off,
0: and that's why yeah. I'm with Hakuras. Sometimes you, you have to take a, a almost like a, a, a you know a shot on a, on a young fighter. In this case, Nazareth's yeah. only twenty twenty-six, super yeah, he's young. young. Yeah, he's super young, and I think he can get better. In a 3 on 5 Hooker's up, Poirier and Felder, phase four or five. Absolutely. I mean, the guy's good, man. He's very good. Dan Hooker's a good fighter. We'll see. We'll see. This will be an interesting fight, actually. I'm very curious to see what happens. Now, let's go to the next fight here. Um, Marab Devalashvili against Magic Marlon Marais at Bantamweight. The odds for this one, Mar- um, Marcel, minus 260 for Marab, plus 220 for Marlon. Uh, I'll, I'll just say it right now. I, I, I'm surprised that uh, Marlon took this fight, uh, quite frankly. Um, I don't think it's a good fight for the take. He's lost two of his last, sorry, he's lost his last two by knockout, three of his last four by knockout. He has been fighting in the competition. Let's give him that. But Mirab has been on a roll. He's got six straight wins, dominating everyone. I like Morab in this fight, Marcel. I'll just say it right away. I like Morab to win. I think he can grind him out. Only 66% for uh, Marais on the takedown defense. He's got okay grappling. It's decent, but I don't think it'll be enough to stop um uh, i don't think Marab gets knocked though i mean some people are saying maybe this is the fight he knocks someone out i don't think so i think he'll just wrestle him what do you think i think there's a closure in
1: every ufc fighter's contract when they lose a fight they can they are be the ufc is able to catch you if you don't accept the next fight you know what i mean so two fights in a row losing for marlon maybe he didn't have a choice to fight Marab here um if you look at marab you know the thing is, people always get pissed off on me about it, but in my opinion, he's still undefeated in the UFC. You know, uh the Frankie Science split decision loss—complete bullshit. He won that fight. I am three to three to zero in that in that fight. And even Frankie Science after the fight said, "I don't know how I won this fight." So the Ricky Samoan one—really real one. You know, I also think that should have been just a decision win and not a, t- a technical guillotine choke loss or whatever. They it called was. it a technical knockout, which makes no yeah. sense. Yeah. <laughs> really stupid also. I remember that the referee said, like, yeah, but you stayed on the ground. No, dude. He wanted to he wanted to get up. Yeah, the, the commissioner said, Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like, what the hell? Are you not watching or something? But hey, whatever, you know. Uh he went after a, a big streak after that, on four fights in a row. Cody Staman fight was good. Uh the Dodson fight. I mean, we know what Morab does, you know, he does a lot of spinning back fists and he tries to get you down to the ground multiple times. The only thing that always I don't think it's that good is that he has so many takedowns because if you got like 20 takedowns, it means the other fighter has stand up 19 times. You know what I mean? So that's, that's the thing as well. Uh, Marlon Moraes hasn't looked good in his last fights at all, man. Um, he actually did look good in the first round against Henry Cejudo. I think also in the pause of the second then Cejudo took over. The split decision against Aldo he won that and my pain didn't want that but no disrespect to marlon here was close fight and then the losses to Santegan and Font, both via tko or ko so the thing is i think the Valis really will go for many takedowns again we'll probably try to win uh we'll, we'll try to hold them down and get a unanimous decision do some damage from top um Marlon will stand up again and Marat will take him down again. That's pretty much what Marab does. If Marlon can't stop the takedown, he's in for a rough night. I think it will be tough. Marat has cardio for, for 10 days. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm Marlon has pretty much cardio issues after one and a half round normally. So yeah. I'm going with Marat, a unanimous decision win.
0: Yeah, and Marlon's so dangerous in the first round. I mean, you're gonna have to sweat yes. the first round for sure because he can knock out uh, Marat. But I think once that five minutes is gone, Marcel, it will be easy for easy fight for him. Honestly, John says he thought that Morais lost the fight. Although I was at that fight guys in Vegas, he definitely lost that fight. Crowd, <laughs> yeah, crowd booed so loud at that decision. Odds uh, are way too wide. Marlon's super dangerous. Damon showed Morab's hitable. I agree with that. That he's hitable. I I just think that he's going to win this fight. Um, but I I just I'm very low on Marlon right now. That's what it is, Marcel. You know, I'm high on Morab, but I'm low on Marlon right now. I just, Same. the durability is gone. Like his chin is just gone. But again, I really like you know, nice Marlon. Yeah, he's not fighting an, a, a knockout artist in this fight, though. That's it that's the interesting thing. It's just, I think Marab, the, 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 remember when he fought John Dodson last year? He couldn't get him down, but he held him against the fence for 50 minutes. Yeah. I think that's what he'll do here. Even if you can't get him down, he'll just, he has the endless gas tank, push him against the fence, keep grinding. Yeah. It's unbelievable. I said last time, man, if I, I would just want one minute of Marab's cardio, man, I mean, I would be great. Know. You know what I
1: mean? <laughs> it's I know. Absolutely
0: insane. All right, so we got ten minutes, but we're probably gonna go a few minutes over. Not a huge deal. I don't want to go too much over, though. But let's go to this fight now. Main card: Cynthia Calvillo against Jessica Andrade. Andrade minus two fifty-five. Calvillo plus two fifteen. What do you think, Marcel?
1: Yeah, I think it's a good. Uh, the odds are right, man. I mean, Jessica Andrade. Uh, she is a tough fighter for every every girl. This who is not named Valentina Shechenko. Um, I mean. She's tough, we all know that. Uh, she, she has some solid striking. Her ground game is good. Um, She's she pretty complete, in my opinion, you know. Um, and she will beat a lot of girls in that division, but not Shavchenko If you look at Calvillo, um, Calvillo started well in the flyaway division, you know, defeating Jessica I unanimous decision. After that, she didn't look good against Shukadian, in my opinion. I was kind of shocked by that. I thought she would have done better. Um, yeah, I mean for me it's pretty clear i think andrade wins this fight man or calvilio has to heavy wrestle and try to keep her down but i don't think uh, andrade lets her do that so i go with andrade will i go with a finish probably not unanimous decision pretty decisive one
0: i gotta be honest so my initial thought in on this one was man the odds seem really high and i might take a shot on Calvillo here but then i'm watching her fights again and it's like He's a decent wrestler, but so is Andrade, man. Andrade is good wrestling too. And then mm-hmm. yes, Shevchenko took her down at will, but she'll do that to a lot of people. Yeah. I went to watch the Kale, the Gedalia fight back. John Andrade had her way with her on the ground in that fight. So to me, I think, her, I think her grappling will probably be good enough to keep this fight standing and she obviously has an advantage on this feed. We all know that. I just look at the fight like with Calvillo and, and Caitlin Chukagian and she could not get Caitlin down and... It's just like, if she can't get Kaitlyn down, I know kaitlyn has got decent takedown events, but Andrade, she's scrappy, gritty. You know, I know that Calvillo's training in Vegas now. She says she's leveled up. Um, I again, she's 34. She's not a youngster. Like she's not a prospect. She's 34. I just wonder how much you can actually get better after doing this over 10 years. You know, Andrade is also, you know, in that same spot. She's a veteran at this point, but uh, I mean, Andrade is still good, man. She had a close fight with Rose. Um, she loses to Zhang, loses to. She has uh, that she she has has nastiness still. Yeah, she's nasty, Andrade, nasty, you know. nasty power, nasty submissions. I think she wins. Again, I thought the odds seemed high at first, but the more I looked into it, Andrage should win this fight. Kevin says, I love Andrage. I hate Calvillo. I'm um, worried about her Calvillo finding a sub. Andrage leave her neck in spots, and Calvillo could choke her. Possibly. Glenn says, Calvillo seems to get an undeserved push by UFC. She isn't as good as I are telling her us, uh, as she is, Andrage to win. It's true. I like, remember a few years ago, she fought Carla Sparza. Like, that's when she was supposed to make her big push, lost that fight. Now she's making it at 125. But again, she got destroyed by Caitlin. Caitlin now, beat her is, every round of that fight. What? The UFC tries to push everybody against Carla Esparza. They try Carla to push everyone. Esparza. It doesn't work. <laughs> Andrade keeps killing new contenders. It's true. Morgan, as you can see, Andrade taking Kaviyo down. It's possible. I think she'll just keep it standing and no boxer box her. 1-800 in round one. Listen, if you like those uh, round-specific props, I think that's that's the way he'd win. I don't see him winning outside the first round. So if you like that, Tristan, that's good odds. I mean, obviously, this yeah. plus 800. Agree. Um, but again, I'm going to pick Morab to win decision. All right, score this fight. Kind of an interesting fight. we got Curtis Blades against Garzino, Rosenstreich. Curtis Blades minus 310. Rosenstreich, plus 255. What do you think, man? That is pretty easy, man. It's either way.
1: Rosenstruck lands a punch and he knocks him out or Blades holds him down for for, for three rounds. Yep. And I think the last thing is going to happen, man. I think, uh, you know, Rosenstruck. I love the dude, man. His trainer, amazing as well, Michael Bob. But um, dude doesn't have a ground game, man. And definitely not a ground game as good as to stand with the guys in the top of the UFC right now. You know, you saw Alistair. He took him down, like, whenever he wanted it. And Alistair got knocked out in the last minute. and the last seconds, I know. But Blades, Blades will have his way on the ground with with Rose and and he only has to take care that he doesn't get hit, because if he gets it by Rose and it can be 9-9 for Blades, you know, but um, I expect Blades to take it smart, you know, Blades needs a win here after his last loss to Derek Lewis to stay in the top five, Um, I expect Blades to do Maybe he can even finish him in the first round if he gets him early to the ground. You know, you never know. But uh, I expect Blades, to a heavy wrestling in this fight, that would be the, the good approach for him as well to do. And to win a decision, man, 30-27
0: uh, via uh size of wrestling. There you yeah. go. Hmm. I mean, it's an interesting fight. I think the odds are too high. I've got to be honest with you guys. Like, Obviously, Blades has the path to victory, but so is strike. Here's the thing with Strike, He's got decent takedown defense. It's not amazing. He's been taken down. Uh, over and took him down a little bit. Even Junior Albini did. Was a few years ago. But... You know he can not be taken down but he works to get back up to his feet like he's not an easy guy to take down a hold in the ground um and the thing about roger Re- strike he has a death punch on the feet literally a death punch in his hands he, he connects on your ear your chin you're-, you're out cold um blade's coming off a brutal knockout loss in his last fight i'm assuming he's just going to wrestle he's going to try his best to wrestle in this fight if it takes place on the feet though i think he's going to be in trouble um you know curtis is an amazing wrestler but his stand-up is you know it's getting better, but his, it's not great, and his chin and his striking defense are not great. I think Rose strike much better striker. If he keeps this day, I think he can win. I'm I'm gonna take a shot in Rose strike. I think Barcel plus two fifty. I think I might take a shot in him. Maybe the odds are mm-hmm. too tempting or something, but I think he can possibly get the job done. And you guys might think I'm nuts, but again, we all thought that Derek Lewis was gonna same thing was gonna happen to Derek in the last fight. and He knocked him out in the second round. So you know, Curtis is good. But one thing I did notice is, you know, Rosenstrike has six knockdowns in the UFC, only one against. Curtis has only knocked down one guy and he's been knocked down three times himself. Only one knockdown in like 15 fights. He doesn't have much power in his hands guys. He can finish on the ground, but on the feet, I don't think he can. I think he's going to be in trouble on the feet. So I'll take a shot on the underdog here. Why not? Let's take a shot on the underdog. He is training American top team. Now, I think he could win this fight. Let me get these comments guys. (laughs) Morgan says I could see blades getting a uh, takedown good value on Rose by KO. Blades unable to take down js yes, Lewis. Exactly. I, mean, I was watching those fights again today. I think, um, blades by grapple, fuck <laughs> very possible. I'll tell you right now, it's either blades grapples him for three rounds or gets knocked out. It's, and that's why I think, cause there's a clear path for Rosenstruck. I'll take a shot in the big uh, plus money. Last fight and curse contract. I think UFC keeps him easy win the PFO money. I don't think they keep him, Alex. Uh, if this is true and Cody says he signed a new four fight deal. I'm not hundred percent sure now, but i think that they might let him go if he didn't sign a deal just because i don't think dana white likes his style um personally but uh, the guy's a great fighter obviously so he i absolutely should, doesn't
1: like it they style. should keep him
0: around but we the yeah, doesn't true. they don't like Curtis big jays here hey big jay says great Breakdowns as always thanks man roger strikes takedown defense got their att gone get down not amazing but a good sign gone gone him down like once or twice at the end of the rounds that's it couldn't hold him but down Gone didn't really try I he, think. He, he did he, try a little no dude he did yeah he did try yeah You're but, wrong but not and he did, but not he wanted to stand with him as well. He didn't, bro. Hard. I mean, I'm him. just saying, like, I know what you're saying, Marcel, but we do have to look at the numbers because numbers are true. He t- he tried 14 takedowns in that fight against him, only took him down twice. I, I can't even recall. Okay, nice. Uh, I think it was 14. Let no, me double check. I want to double check. Two of 14. He went two of 14 on takedown attempts. So, I don't know it's it does, it's hard to remember because all you remember that fight is it being boring and just of yeah, right, both guys just but, getting it right? But he did, try yeah, but take it down in mind blade blade is a specialist you know of course, what he, he is does, he's amazing I mean?
1: uh, he's amazing so uh, yeah. he he was training with overim at the time yeah we yeah. was fighting rosa Stork as well so yeah, that's, that's true. why well, I,
0: I, I can't i can't see it that's why no, that's it. it's you interesting know? um seven or nine blades finishes came around two might be my bet that's interesting yeah beats you up takes you down smashes you Dan shit on blades after volkov he doesn't like him because of his style but the guy's a good fighter so i'm not gonna shit on him all right three fights it's, left. It's it's pretty but, much the same with, that the, that the, with, the, with Corey Anderson, right? And light heavyweight. Yeah. He didn't like Corey either, for a while. So, yeah. All right, let's go to the next fight. Here we go, guys. Robbie Waller and Nick Diaz, two, the rematch. They fought 17 years ago. Give my boy uh, uh, Nick Baldwin some credit. He found that crazy yeah, shot. How fucked is that? 209 months between the first fight and this fight. That is insane. I couldn't believe it when Nick wrote that, but it's true. So, that's pretty crazy. By the way, Boring Against the Blades a specialist. Couldn't take down J.S. or Lewis Worcester. I'm, I'm with born again. I'm with him on this fight. I, I think me and him have the same read on this fight. So we we're both kind of seeing uh, blades as you know, he's good, but he's got some holes. Anyways, let's talk about Nick Diaz or Robbie Lawler. Um, this is a really weird fight, but a great fight, obviously. I mean, we both love these guys. Uh, how could you be a fan and may not like Robbie Lawler and Nick Diaz? Um, it, I, I mean, it's a crazy fight, Marcel. Nick hasn't fought in five years. Robbie has uh, lost four straight fights. First fight in 17 years between these guys it's insane and right now we have a pick of them off minus 110. i think no one has any idea how this fight's going to go what are you thinking i'll give my thoughts after you go first
1: yeah man this fight everybody when it was book was saying what <laughs> it's crazy man you know um yeah listen what can you say Robbie lawler he's been very active you know you got to say that 39 years of age he's been very active he lost to f- four in a row but he's losing to good guys man he's losing to colby carver to neil magny rafael dos Anjos. He also got a loss against Ben Askren, which is questionable. You know, we all know what happened there. Um, before that, when against Cerrone, which was close, I, I remember. And uh, before that, he was the champion, right? <laughs> so, um, Nick Diaz. Nick Diaz is so an active dude. Uh, I know he, he's always uh, training. He's always doing his stuff, you know. Uh, but he hasn't fought since 2015. That's hasn't won a fight since 2011. That's 10 years ago, guys. I mean... That's crazy you know um the thing is i really like Nick Diaz, man i really like the guy he's amazing he's one of my favorite fighters of all time to be really honest but robbie lawler is also great you know robbie lawler is a g he's absolute uh he's, a, he's i want to call these guys both legends of the sport man in my opinion i, I don't mind what i agree that. I, I think these are legends yeah. you know and um robbie lawler he's been more active he's with sanford mma guys he's got world-class uh training partners every day you know and uh, this is a five round fight take that in consideration as well um ds cardio is always good but i, I can't pick ds here man 10 years ago last win uh, hasn't fought for for almost six or seven years i don't know exactly 2015 so for six years gotta go with Lawler here i'm going with a decision uh maybe crazy that I go with a decision here five rounds between these two but uh, Nick Diaz is super tough man we all know he's tough to finish and uh, Nick Diaz probably only gets finished if he gets cut up pretty bad by Robbie Lawler you know um yeah.
0: but I go with a decision win for Lawler here well okay so my initial thoughts was let me get these comments and I'll get my your thoughts my thoughts guys all right so Tristan says he he's stoked for the fight let's go Nick Diaz army there we go Nick's driving the paper you I agree the paper you should do well um, Matt says, I know Lawler's cooked against Curve Fires, but against the dad of Nick Diaz. <laughs> I think you meant to say the ghost of Nick Diaz. Um, Rob, uh, Marcus, he likes, uh, Robbie for a bet. He's going to put some money on him. Do you guys finish think Diaz Lawler or I'm not sure. I think it could go five rounds or, or could finish. It's really hard to tell, honestly. That's something I wouldn't even bother betting on. Robbie's looks so listed since the Asker fight. Who what would expect from Nick? Two true 20 flips. I'm taking Robbie. That's what Kevin said. Glenn says, I'm the only casual not interested in this fight. I think it's going to be awful. And want to retire. Yeah, hopefully, Nick's gonna be better. Morgan says, Nick's put out dozens of videos of being drunk and trashed over the years. How much not sure how much training he's did in the last five years. That's fair. Alex says, Robbie's won in four since joining Sanford. That's totally fair. It is five rounds, Tristan. We have to mention that. Forward win, MMA respect, guys. Cheers from Chile. Hey, my friend. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. Uh, thank you so much. Apex says, The winner does the winner get top 15, top 15 opponent? I think so. Um, I think if Nick wins, especially, they'll probably give him someone like really high ranked because I think that's that should goal. So oh, yeah, it could. And that's why it was supposed to happen a few years ago. Okay. So here's my thoughts. Yeah. I, I love Robbie. I mean, Robbie's a guy I've been on so much in his career guys. I've made a lot of money. If you guys, I know some of you guys have been following me for like the last 10 years, you remember when I bet on him against law or McDonald both times as an underdog, against Johnny Hendricks. Like I've been on this guy's whole career. I love him, but he's looked awful lately, Marcel. He's lost four straight and arguably he lost against Cerrone too. And arguably lost against Condé too. So he could be on a seven fight losing streak right now, guys. So you got to look at that too, just cause he's been active. Doesn't mean he's been doing much. Here's a guy who's taken a shitload of damage in his career, a ton. So much damage and his number one attribute has been his knockout power. He hasn't knocked anyone down since Condit in 2016. He hasn't knocked anyone out since Rory McDonald in 2015. He has not knocked anyone out in six years guys. So the last time that he knocked someone out, Nick Diaz was basically, that was his last fight against Anderson. Here's the thing with Nick, right? Like Nick. The last couple of fights in the UFC were just really hard fights. He fought Anderson Silva, who's bigger than him. Who was a better striker than him. How was he going to win that fight? He fought GSP. who's was a bigger, stronger wrestler. How was he going to win the fight? Condit was super close, but Condit was a more of a very striker. He threw in leg kicks. He, he, he fought a smart fight. Condit fought the perfect fight that night. And then you look at his other fights in like strike Force or strike force and, and lead XC and everything. Marcel just got through everyone that the pressure, the boxing. It's just so hard to know how he's going to look after this many years away yeah. but if he looks anything like he did even against like condit i think he can win this fight i really do so yeah he hasn't fought in five years but he hasn't been taking damage in those five years either that's the one thing i'm thinking about here marcel maybe he's going to be fresh for this fight so you guys think you guys don't probably think i'm crazy here I'm going, to go, I'm going with nick diaz marcel i think he can win this fight i think he can actually get it done which is insane I didn't, think I, was possible, gonna, I didn't think I was going to pick him, guys. I didn't think so. But the more I was watching their fights again, it's like the pace this guy sets on the feet is so hard to do. It's so hard to, to, to catch up with. And I look at that fight with, with, with Raphael dos Años and Robbie Lawler. It was basically Robbie getting teed off on the fence for five rounds. I think Nick can do this to Robbie too. you he can just tee off on him, guys. And again, this is, this is a rare thing for you. I'm picking against Robbie and I'm picking against the Sanford guy, but Hey, True. every fight's different, right? <laughs> because anyone anyway, in Diaz's camp had a decent record before and late. I guess just Nate, although I think he lost his last fight, obviously. Um, Anderson was on steroids, it's true, and Nick was on weed, <laughs> which is stupid, he got suspended, but and that's also why he's not fighting, it's not, uh, he can use it right now, right, in Nevada? Yeah, so, and, uh... and Borges has lawler towards ACL in round one, versus already, oh, for sure, I mean, that's fair, and RDA is a tough fight, but again, you know, look at the Neil Magnify, he wasn't even competitive, guys, like, I don't, he hasn't been competitive, that's the thing, like, Against Askren he was, I, I, I give him that. He should sure have. I don't think, what well, that that was a really bad call by Herdine. But again, I'm looking at the Cerrone fight, barely edged that one out. You know, Condit, I don't think he should have, I don't know how he beat Condit. I'm still confused how he won that
1: fight. You know, I, I had a very, uh, why do you say that, a uh, very big discussion on that with the other guys from MMA DNA, I remember, because two were like, yeah, Lala won that. It's like, no, man, Condit clearly won that. I like, no, you're kidding me. I was like, go away. I was really upset because they say Lala
0: won. I was yeah. like,
1: no, Condit clearly won that fight, man.
0: Magny Neal Russell Colby Nick. I, I I think Nick could. I think that's another path for him here because I think he has good wrestling, actually decent wrestling. Um, we'll see. I mean, how do I? How the fuck do I really know, guys? He hasn't fought in five <laughs> years. I'm just taking yeah. a guess here. I'm giving my best opinion about it. I think it's a it's a I think it's a good fight. I know some of you guys aren't looking forward to it. I am. I yeah, me too. I don't know what to expect, but I'm gonna pick Nick Diaz with the boxing. Get the, get it. The, Eh, decision yeah. or maybe a TKO, I don't know, decision. I, I'm always looking forward to an Nick Diaz fight, man. So. Of course, who isn't? Okay, we got two fights left, guys. We're already over time, but it's not a big deal. Um, I think this <laughs> next fight we're gonna talk about really quickly, uh, Valentina yeah. Shevchenko and Lauren Murphy. Let's not spend too much time on this one, Marcel. I don't think we need to. Uh, minus 1500 for Valentina, plus 850 for Lauren Murphy. Here's here's the question I gotta ask you. How does Valentina win? Decision, knocko, or submission, or dis- disqualification? How does she win? <laughs> TKO, man, first round. Yeah. And no disrespect to Laura Murphy, absolutely
1: yeah. not. I think she's amazing. She has done so well to market herself, to get the win she needed to yeah. get to the spot. Fully deserved title shot, so no disrespect. But Valentina is just a few levels above all these women under her right now, you know? And... I think Valentina tags her in the first round. She goes probably down, and she ground and pounds her. That's what I expect. Uh, whatever Murphy does, I mean, if she gets out of the first round and she does better, much credit yeah. to her, you know? No disrespect, yeah. again. I really respect Laura Murphy. I think she's an amazing fighter, but Valentina is just from another level, you know?
0: Yeah, and Porterton says the Shevchenko by decision pops plus 240. So I looked at the props today. That is a prop I was looking at because Murphy's never been finished, so there's definitely a chance she could go five rounds in this fight, but... Honestly uh, there's a reason that the TKO props minus 110 I do think that's probably how this fight's going to end once they're getting a knockout um just the striking level is much much the gap is too big for Murphy to to overcome um I don't think her grappling is good enough to win this fight she's super tough uh but I, I think she probably does get finished although like, having said that if she made the decision it wouldn't completely shock me and that's why I do think that prop is something you consider a plus money cuz again you have to you know lay juice to get TKO the submission props also plus money I should mention that so those are probably the two ways I would go with this fight. I wouldn't lay juice on the TKO. I, even though I'm thinking that's what happens, the value is more on decision or, or submission. Um, broad Brown fight we require viewing cheers guys. Hey Rob, thanks so much, man. I appreciate that. Born again says Murphy's tops. So they come like mine. That's true. Murphy doesn't gets tired. She hasn't been five for years. I, I think she's got good cardio, but again, five rounds with Valentina is, is tough. That's tough. Um, Kevin says, I'm looking doorhouse to find, find COVID to save some CT. That's hilarious, man. That's so mean. Yeah, it's a bad fight for her, but you know, she wants the fight and hopefully she shows up, but I, I think she loses, obviously. All right, let's go to the main event, guys. Last fight to talk about here. Uh, Alexander Volkanovsky is a minus 170 betting favorite over Brian Ortega, who's plus 150. This fight was supposed to happen back in March. Volk got sick with COVID. The fight got pushed back till now. They obviously coached tough. So let's see what happens this weekend—the main event of UFC 266, or Volkanovski Ortega. Marcel, give me your pick for the main event here, man.
1: So yeah, this is actually really intriguing fight, man. In my opinion, this is an amazing fight, Uh, Alexander Volkanovski. I mean, dude, defeat amazing fighters in his way to to this fight. You know, uh, he defeated Chad Mendes, Jose Aldo, Max Holloway twice. Although the second fight, I think Max should have won that one. But okay, it was a close fight. Not gonna complain about it. And I mean man twitter what the hell man you guys are so mean about alexander volkanovsky getting that second witness like like somebody like he's killed somebody you know i mean it was a close fight don't get so uh, so so uh, so weird up about it so wired up about it uh brian ortega yeah i mean brian ortega is a specialist on the ground in my opinion you know he's a submission specialist he's very good um but in his last fight against Chan Sung Jung, he, did, he impressed me very much, man. He did, did so well on the feet. He, he knocked down the, the, the Korean zombie as well, right? And he looked so good, uh, such uh, clean striking very very solid man and you saw people were like he fought he didn't fall for two years he what did he do well he trained a lot i guess and he he became a much better fighter a much completer fighter yeah and uh, he looked dangerous if he can bring the same level of dangerousness he brought against Chan Sung Jung against alexander volkanovsky i think alexander volkanovsky might be in trouble man i mean volkanovsky is good you know he's very all-around but Ortega is a specialist in something, but if or, if Ortega is also now good on the feet and he defeated the, the Korean zombie on the feet as well. Yeah. And Korean zombie is one of the best strikers in the division, in my opinion, you know. But he defeated him. We also saw against Max Holloway, he didn't look good on the feet, but that is also two, two, three years ago right now. You saw in his last fight, he looked much better. Um Listen, Volkanovski is good, but striking-wise, he's not as good as Max Holloway, in my opinion, as clean as Max Holloway, I should say. Um, I'm taking Ortega on this one, man. I think Ortega's becoming a new champion here. I feel like Volkanovski's is good, but I feel like Ortega's specialist. Like I said, on the ground. And if the fight hits the ground, which is gonna go, um, I'm going with Ortega submission, third or fourth round.
0: That's interesting. So I, I gotta be honest, this is a crazy fight. And my initial lean was gonna be towards Volkanovski. I mean, it makes sense; he's the champ, he beat Hallway twice, right? But it's crazy as it sounds. I'm I'm with Marcel on this one too, guys. This is this is a crazy one. I'm surprised you picked him, Marcel. I gotta be honest; I thought I was gonna be alone on this one. I'm going with Brian Ortega as well, guys. I think that. He is very dangerous. He is super dangerous on the ground and on the feet. Um, I wouldn't have picked him if I obviously hadn't seen that Korean zombie fight, but having seen that fight, having seen the evolution, he looked amazing on the feet Marcel. So it looked like he was the best striker in the division. Knocks down Korean zombie twice. Who does that to the zombie? No one. So yeah. I think that performance alone is enough for me to, to, to say, Hey, maybe this guy really is the best featherweight in the world. And I'm just talking about the striking here. Let's talk about the ground game. There's no one better on the ground uh, submission wise than Brian Ortega. Um, his wrestling's not amazing, but his submissions are dangerous. Like he could, he could just grab, uh, Volk's neck and choke him out. Just like that. He's did that so many fights. He's been down in so many fights and came back and just yeah. choked the guy out late. It's crazy.
1: Fight. Good, uh, Mechano.
0: Mechano, well, McCona a moron. He dived in for a takedown. the fight. He was winning yeah. with a minute yeah. left and got his neck. Ch- I watched it again. This afternoon, I was watching it. I was like, man, what was he thinking? So it's just. I think that the guy got a lot better during the two years off after the hallway fight. It's like he locked himself in the basement and just trained his ass off with the striking and he's a lot better now. I don't want to disrespect Volkanovski though, cause he's such an amazing champion and he, he did beat Max twice and he's on a nice win streak. It's just I think Ortega could be the guy that gives him problems. So I'm going to go with Ortega here, Marcel. It's crazy pick, but I'm going to do it. Let me get some comments. Guys, we're going to get out of here real over time. Now, uh, Matt says he doesn't consider Ortega a real title contender. That's fair, uh, Matt. I think he might be surprised this weekend though. Do you guys think the layoff will affect Volkanovski? Um, I think it's the same for both guys. I don't really see it being a huge issue. Um, they both were training for that second fight or that first fight back in March. Morgan says, I can't shake the feeling that Ortega of 2.0 winning. So technical, so patient, sniper stuff. Folk has chain crack last time, close fight. I kind of agree. Again, it's crazy, right? But we're thinking it could happen. Kevin's taking Ortega too. There's another guy in Marcel. <laughs> what the heck's going on here? Folk better know his strengths, avoid any contact with Ortega for 20. He gets close to me, he's in trouble. I'm close to picking a dog. People overrate uh, Ortega's performance as zombies. A mixture of zombie not showing up. That's fair, too. He, didn't look that, he looked amazing as Danny Gage. Ortega's uh, striking looked clean and click, uh, slick. as anyone in MMA last fight? I thought he looked amazing, too. Like I had to watch it again to, to realize how good he looked. I don't think it was a fluke. I think he's just gotten better at the striking. I think he's yeah. doing that part of the game. Now, I will say this. If he fights Max in a rematch, I think Max beats him probably in the rematch. But every fight's different. MMA math doesn't work, and I think Brian can win this fight. And last question for Tristan: Do you guys see Volking finish or Ortega winning decision more likely? That is a tough question to ask, honestly. um After the, the zombie find <coughs> maybe a decision, but if there's a finish here, I would assume it'd be uh, Volk or Ortega getting the finish. Or any he thoughts? Yeah, he can stop him. Of course. Yeah, I it's think possible. it'd be by sub. I don't. I mean, he could knock him out too. Or Ortega's or, or gotten better in the feet. Volk's also good in the feet, but I think, would more likely, be a submission. Um, I mean, that's if you, a you tough might make- Tough thing to call him. He, he maybe knocks him down and he gets, he takes, a yeah, that's for uh, the, sub, the old uh, club and stuff, yeah. right? That they call it. So, yeah, yeah I think it's possible. So, I'm, I'm surprised, Marcel, that we're on the same page with them. I'm, I'm that one. I'm kind of glad that's this case. I thought I was going to be on a, alone in an island, but I know I was with a couple other fights here. I took, I think I took four underdogs on this card. And I think you took right. three or four yourself. So, um yeah, it's an interesting card, guys. I'm looking forward to it. uh over time here, I gotta run to the bathroom, but I do really want to get to contender series super quick. We're gonna give our picks for tonight. No analysis, unfortunately, guys. I don't have enough time right now, but we'll give her a quick sp- quickly. Marcel, first fight, Marcel Jacob Rosales Victor Martinez. Give you a quick pick for this fight. The odds have Rosales minus two ten, Martinez plus one seventy five. What do you think? Um I'm going with uh I- I'm going with Rosales on this. Yeah, point. me too. I think the experience is probably enough to get it done. Next fight, Clemson Rodriguez against Santo Curitalo at one twenty five, and the odds for this one. Uh Rodriguez slightly favorite minus 130 plus 110 for Curtalo. Any thoughts on this one? Um, I think we'll be a close fight, but I'm
1: slightly leaning
0: towards Santo
1: Curatolo because I know more of
0: him. That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah, I think uh, another remember that fight two weeks ago or whatever with that Carlos Canglerio guy a split decision in a fly. Yeah. Yeah. You could see that here. I lean towards Clayton, but I, I honestly honestly it's close. Steve mm-hmm. Wynn against Theo uh Reline this fight we have win minus 290 Relang plus 245 any thoughts on this one yeah Steve, win. Uh, i'm pretty
1: i'm pretty confident in that one for this mma guy yes uh, yes he was
0: already on contender series he got knocked out but he's, he's bounced back i think he wins too yeah. he'll probably get the ufc he's a pretty exciting guy um michael morales against nikolai vera this guy was a fury fc champion uh and morales undefeated 11-0 minus 210 for nikolai plus 175 for michael what do you think
1: yeah, I'm also with Veretennikov here, man. I, he's training with the Kings MMA. He's training with Darius as well, is always in his corner. I'm, uh, I, I like
0: Veretennikov here. And the last fight we got Hashim Arkega against AJ Dobson. In this fight, uh, the the odds actually had Arkega as the the uh, favorite, but he missed weight by four pounds, and the odds flipped. Now Dobson's the favorite. I actually put in my article out that I thought Dobson could win as an underdog. So now as a favorite, I obviously favor him too. Um, I'm favoring Dobson. What do you think? taking Dobson as well. It's a close fight, and uh, yeah. it's probably the better Dobson
1: wins, you know, because yeah. Arkega not going to get a contract. You can't get signed. So.
0: Here's the thing I was talking to Marcel about. I was like, they signed a guy coming off a of loss, but when's the last time they signed a the guy coming off of, uh weight miss? Yeah. Never, I don't think. Last comment here from Ford went in. made Brian Klander early remember this predictors things. Hey, never know. Marcel, plug yourself. Let's get out of here. Big Marshall 24 on Twitter and Instagram, MMA DNA on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook. Adam, take it away. There you go. You guys can follow me on Twitter at M. Martin podcast and our YouTube channel, iTunes, Spotify, all those places. Appreciate all the comments guys today. I prefer when there's a lot of interaction. It's nice. Uh, sorry. Prefer guys. Thank you so much. Uh, you guys can also follow me at bjpen.com. Uh, my MMA news.com, elite sports betting and elite fantasy. I'll have my breakdown uh, for the DFS side of things and my bets out for Friday. And I'll do the podcast with Duke 4 p.m. Eastern on Friday over there for the elite subs. Uh, also check me out bookies.com, doing a little bit of uh, NFL stuff for them, which is kind of cool, actually. So it's nice to get a little bit of uh, variety here. But you guys know I love MMA. I can't wait for this card this weekend. So tonight, D- Dana Waste Contender Series, Saturday at USTC 66. i will be back Monday. Peace, guys. Have a great night. Peace. Peace. So I pressed N but it's not ending it. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? I think it's still on. It's weird. Yeah, it's still on, it's still alive. Oh man. I don't know what happened here. I, I-